Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Live from the 8-1-5. Episode 69, live from the 815 Podcast. Big episode for one reason and one reason only. Um, friendship. Not because the number, you perverts. It's Jake. It's Sam is still gone. Oh, yeah. Just me. Just me. And If you thought we were going to make a joke about the episode number... That's pretty classless. We are a very mature podcast and would never stoop to your level. We're adults. I yeah. I brought a crockpot to a dinner party last weekend. Wow. I Yeah, I made stuffing for a dinner party. Made it. I didn't just, like, get it in a box. So I, got, I got my mashed potatoes in a box, and I put it in a, the crockpot. <laughs> <laughs> but I brought a crockpot to a dinner party. That's, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's the end of the story. Crockpot, dinner crock party. Crockpot and wine. Wow. I mean, what an adult, man. All right. That's episode 69 from Live on the Own 5 podcast. We'll see you guys. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sam is out with uh, throwing up some quote fingers here. Bronchitis. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, can make, I can make up stuff too, Sam. Whatever. Yeah. Last week he had a sore throat. This week he has bronchitis. How does that even make sense? Two different illnesses. He's, he's, well, those are both fake um, uh, illnesses too. So. Yeah. So. Whatever, we have some stuff to talk about, and we're going to do it, damn it. I don't care what's going on. <laughs> Who's been talking to me? Who's responding? I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to talk and see what, what's going on. Okay, <laughs> here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good, though. So good. <laughs> Energy's really up. Energy's high. Energy's so high. Uh, Yeah, I'd say this is the first time in a while both of our football teams lost. Yeah, well, the Bears don't lose very often, so that makes it easy or, you know, tough to line up our losses. Yeah. But um, I would say that the Packers two of the worst teams in the, in the NFL. Yeah, I think the Packers got the biggest win in the NFC North because it, it's finally happened. You know, I've been calling for it for weeks. McCarthy's been fired. You are the single reason that. it even got brought up. Yeah, I mean, I, I started it, definitely. <laughs> it definitely hasn't been Packers fans haven't been saying this for two years. But, um, yeah, it finally happened. I'm, I celebrated more. If we would have won the game, I would have been pretty happy. But when I got the update, like, two hours after the game, that we fired McCarthy, I jumped out of my chair with joy. Like, <laughs> oh, I would assume you jumped out of your chair with your legs. Oh, I did use oh. my legs. <laughs> that was a good one. Thanks, man. Uh, but, yeah, so it was definitely felt better than any uh, football game. I know, you know, there were some people who still had hope if we beat Arizona and then beat the Falcons and then beat – it wasn't going to happen. So losing to Arizona and lopping off McCarthy is a huge win. Like, do you, I don't – I'm not worried about the playoffs this year. Do you agree with Tony Dungy that it was 
disrespectful no. to fire him because he won a Super Bowl, uh, like like even before Tony Dungy retired. No, I also don't think bat flipping is important or is uh, disrespectful, and I don't think uh, touchdown dances should be banned. I mean, Tony Dungy is such a get off my lawn kind of guy. Like that's I I hate that take. So many people like, and they're all football guys. They're all guys who have been in football. Are all like. That's disrespectful, man. He won a Jason Witten on Monday Night Football was going in, and of course Booger disagreed. But um, seriously, if he's going to get fired, it's beneficial for both people to just do it now. Yeah. Wait until the end of the season hurts McCarthy. It hurts the Packers. Like on, the Packers on ESPN, now. they said they like had people on, and people were saying Jason Witten. They were saying how uh, disrespectful it was, how they shouldn't have done that. There's, like, three talking heads on my screen saying that. And then straight from there, they did, like, they did the uh, transition where they, where they, uh, like, had the camera move across the screen. And then it was, uh, like, we'll be back after this with why this is good for both the Packers and McCarthy. I was like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, they're they're just trying to rile up everybody. you got to be mad at the Packers. And you got to be mad at Aaron Rodgers. They're also everyone's trying to pin it on Aaron Rodgers, which is funny. But um, I don't know. I'm just the time. It was time to do it. You cannot lose to Arizona in December at home. Like what? That 10, is 10 embarrassing. Like, or something like that. That show. Yeah, that shows. You know that our franchise has more like dignity than that. That we're not going to put up with bullshit. You know, like I like having a short leash. You think Belichick would put – I mean, you know, I know he's the coach, but, like, if that was happening, he would, you know, fire everybody. He would figure something out. So I like that uh, I like that we're just making moves. It's a new era in Green Bay where people don't get jobs for a decade just because they've had it. You know, we finally fired our, you know, Ted Thompson, the old GM. He's out of there. Now we got McCarthy out of there. <laughs> How so. you feeling about big bad Joe Philbin? I come from a Dolphins household, so I'm, yeah. I am familiar with the motherfuckers that have been sent Joe Philbin's way. You know what? Mike McCarthy was the Bucks' Jason Kidd. Joe Philbin is going to be our Joe Prunty. I think we win against the Falcons. I think we put up a fight against the Bears and the Jets. We probably beat, and then it'll be close versus the Lions because, you know, we're still super injured and, like, you know, not very good. So, but I think Joe Philbin's just going to like inject energy just like Prunty did. Remember when Jason Kidd got fired from the Bucks? The Bucks went on like a 10 game winning streak and then fell back down to earth. I think it's going to be similar. I think Rodgers is going to be happy. I think everyone's going to be happy because McCarthy had really lost touch with the team. There were reports that uh, from someone close to Rodgers, I saw it on sportsillustrated.com. No, it was not. It was not Jordan Rodgers, but it was that. McCarthy would miss, frequently miss the offensive install uh, meetings they have on Saturdays because he was doing other head coaching duties. And he would add plays and remove plays that Rodgers and him had discussed and added throughout the week. And McCarthy would just change things and he was not in, you know, not communicating. And it was up to Deshaun Kaiser, supposedly, to fill them in on it. So. It, it seemed like just a mess, and it seemed like he'd lost control. I'm so happy he's gone. Fuck yes, we can start looking at coaches, and that's been a, that's yeah, been is, for a week. So, uh, we have obviously plenty of time to do it. Give me if you had to give me your bet with no explanation. I like I just I just I just want the name. Who is your gut feeling is going to be the next Packers head coach? Uh, I'm gonna. 
from what I've heard, my gut feeling, I'm going to kind of take a cop out here. I'm going to say Harbaugh. All right. Which Harbaugh? I don't know. I think we're getting a Harbaugh. I truly yeah. do. I don't know Sprinkle if it's Michigan. Right there. That's, I, Jim or John, I heard uh, apparently Gukuns, the GM of the Packers, uh, loves Jim Harbaugh. And I would like to see it. I mean, I'm fine with it. He was amazing with the 49ers. He had one bad year and got went to college and made a bunch of money. So I don't know how they're feeling in Michigan. I think that he's pro- we'd probably no, have to. I mean, he's, I, he's definitely on the hot seat. He, he won't get fired this year. He might next year. But, all right, yeah, but oh, yeah, we have we have uh, the rest of the season to really dive deep and get in the uh, – Yeah, yeah uh, I just want to say the Harbaugh's, which is interesting because those are – that's like celebrity names. Like, are yeah, you kidding me? Yeah, the Packers hired a Harbaugh. a Packer head coach. It's, but they are in terms of their, like, you know, I don't know. They, they hired uh, Mike Holmgren, and he was, like, a huge hire. So they like personalities. Yeah, true. True, true, true. Um, uh, how about the Bears loss? That, that, oh, wait, wait. One more thing about the Packers. A fun fact. I, I did some number crunching crunch. during the game. Crunched my numbers on my, uh, on my calculator. That was me the crunching. Packers had three starters remaining on defense. After Clay Matthews went down for like a quarter, three. So pick three players on the Bears defense right now. Just pick your three favorite to build a defense. No, no, you nah, can't do it. Let's go, Adrian Amos, Eddie Jackson, Akeem Hicks, my favorites. No, no, Khalil Mack. <laughs> Who? <laughs> no, Khalil Mack. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Okay, that's a or, fair point. <laughs> or, or Kyle Fuller, who's like leading the league in uh, picks. Yeah, I mean, you could make a better defense than the Packers could make, but I'm just saying, like, you can't build a defense out of three players and then a bunch of backups. But we still, you know, held the ferocious Cardinals uh, down to 20 points. You know, they're good. Well, oh, uh, the Bears yeah, defense did not. Want a stat of the week? What? I have a stat of the week. We haven't done this in a while. Let's do it's it. It's real quick. It's about Larry Fitzgerald, the owner of the Packers. Uh, he has more career tackles at 37 than drop passes at 29. Larry that's so Fitzgerald. Cool. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> that's so nuts. That's a Hall of Fame stat of the week. There you go. Heck yeah. Hey, Jake. Nice stat of the week. It made me happy when I saw that stat. Bears did not make me happy. They lose. They lost to the Giants. And this is a game that we needed to win. Like, obviously, it sounds dumb. Because that would have been our sixth game in a row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now we have we have the Rams. We have the Packers. We have the Vikings. Am I missing anybody? You have four games left. 49ers, I think. Yeah, 49ers. A- in, 40, in San Francisco. In 49 land. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't yes. know. Like, those are all, especially now with the Packers have a new coach and their whole season is going to be based around spoiling – uh, the Rams Bears. are really good, and that that Vikings game, I just don't, I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want anything to come down to that. That makes sense. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you only have eight wins right now. You're probably gonna have to get ten to feel comfortable. So, yeah, so two out of two out of the next four. Two out of the next four. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> like if this if this defense shows up and they're rested and they get after Goff, who I. Who knows about that Rams game? That that can be really cool. Yeah, I think the Bears really need a defensive touchdown in every in like I think every game they've lost, they haven't gotten a defensive touchdown. 
and in almost all their games that they've won, they've gotten one. So I I almost expected it versus the Giants. I'm like, when's the defensive touchdown? I know, with with pick six King Eli Manning. This game showed that, like, Trubisky may not be amazing, but he's so much better than a backup. Like, Oh, Chase Daniels played real bad. Chase Daniels was so bad. bad. And, like, I hate hearing people say that backup quarterbacks – Oh well, just like leave them in. They'll they'll do the same thing. No, somebody's a, a starting quarterback for a reason. Like, well, yeah, I mean, Trubisky, he's good for a plug and play, but he's not. You give somebody game film on him and a week <laughs> to uh, prepare. Yeah, and, like, he was so bad. And the Giants also had to pull out all the stops, you know, with all the trick plays and stuff. But I mean, the Bears run trick plays on every possession, so yeah, we, I guess we need we need trick plays and dude, Tariq Cohen, so that many- pass. So many penalties from the Giants. That game should have been put away so long ago. But the ball's on Nagy. I mean, to call a Tariq Cohen pass. I was saying this, and somebody's like, oh, no, you can't. If you have the balls to call that play with, with like, two seconds left, have the balls to go for two. (laughs) I wanted him to go for two so bad there. We had so much momentum. Like, we were – it was, like, a minute 20 left, and we're down 10. And now there's zero – Seconds on the clock. Just go for two. Go for the win. You know <laughs> that would have I mean? been bad. I mean, yeah, that would have been pretty ballsy. But I think the Bears, when you're the better team, you usually just try that's, to take it. That's what people time. always say. But we were, like, we, we Not were, the better team that day, we really. Not, no. And then, I mean, your defense, the first, I mean, the first half, it was making sense. It was like, okay, the Bears are up, like, 14-10. Yeah, I mean, it was a one pick six, and then they had one decent drive to end the half, where really it was just Saquon Barkley making an amazing play. Who is the best running back in the league, by the way? Yeah, He's but so and that and that field goal shouldn't shouldn't have even happened because Nagy called a bad timeout. There was just I don't know. It was just not a good game, not a good time for that game. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, was, yeah, I, mean, I was riding so high for the, a five game win streak and one loss, and I'm like, fuck, we are the Bears. I forgot about this. <laughs> looking into the future, uh, how would you feel with like a three point loss to the Rams? Because I think I, that's what I predict. Because the Rams have been playing everybody close. They played the Packers close. Then they played the Saints close. Then they played the Seahawks close. The Chiefs. That Monday night game was close. Even the Lions. This on Sunday was close most of the game. And Todd Gurley like didn't score that touchdown with like two minutes left. Oh yeah, I know that that pissed a lot of uh, over havers off. But, yeah, sure. Uh, three point loss. It would it would have to like I would have to see how they lost you know, if yeah if it, if it's a week one Packers type blow up, three point loss that will I'm telling you that's how the Bears lose like it's gonna be the Bears are gonna be up twenty to ten at half and they're gonna lose like thirty to twenty three, or I guess I said three so you know thirty to twenty seven twenty one twenty four or something who cares <laughs> you know like they're just gonna give up the lead to end the game I think. I don't know. I mean, if it's if it's like a well-fought game where the Rams like win the game and not the Bears lose the game, I'll yeah, be okay. Cause yeah, you gotta judge and see how Trubisky's doing, and then you got the Bears-Packers matchup, which I'll let you know. Over the five previous years, where the Bears were absolutely terrible, there has been so many close games between the Packers and Bears. I so I need Bears fans who say they're they're very comfortable about that game or out no, of their mind. Like, anymore. so comfortable going into a Bears game, and you guys sucked. Like, three wins, two wins. Like, 
And I was every every game. I was like, oh fuck, it's the Bears. You know, it's going to be something stupid. So it is in Chicago, though. Yeah, but Rogers has never played spoiler ever. Yeah, that that might be fun. <laughs> Get uh, us a draft pick. Yeah, and then the Bucks have played one one NBA game in a seven day span, so we can't even like really talk about the Bucks. <laughs> bummer, dude. I know, and they lost to the Knicks on that one game, so super bummer. Uh, <laughs> not cool, man. <laughs> not cool, man. Uh, we'll likely have a lot to talk about for baseball uh, next show because the winter meetings are happening. I believe between now and the next show. Yeah. Um. There was some big, semi-big semi White Sox news. Pretty much just more validation how hard they're going after Harper. They sent Jim Tomei to, a, uh, to see Harper and to convince him to join the White Sox, which is not you know that big of a deal. Apparently, the Dodgers sent Magic, even though he denied that he went. Um, but why I love it, because the, one of the main teams Harper's rumored to go to is the Phillies. Jim Tomei played for the Phillies. <laughs> and he decides he he played more for the Phillies than he did us, and yeah, he decides he that he's ambassador for you guys. Yeah, because I think he loves Chicago, and I think that Jerry Reinsdorf offered him a job for life. Yeah, he's you know like a, that's he's like an Jerry. Ambassador. So, but that, I'm just saying that could rub off and say, hey, you know, I played in Philly. I like Chicago. I I live. I'm staying in Chicago for life. So you might like Philly, and we all know how much Harper likes Chicago food. All the Cubs fans have been telling me. For all year about how Harper loves Chicago food. He loves, you know, Chicago's streets and he loves Chicago. So I, I just think it's very, uh, it's like definitely a possibility. The White Sox are going to be in like the top five teams. They might not be in the bottom two, you know, when they, when it really grinds down, but I think, I think they're giving their best. And if they, it usually comes down to money. So <laughs> just pay them. <sighs> Man, hey, Cubs news. Do you want to go over the Cubs' fun rumors? The Cubs' off season has been the worst off season in Theo Epstein's history, on purely rumors alone. Yeah, nothing's happened, so it's nothing's hard to happened. Judge. Before the show, Jake asked me, "Hey, what have you heard on the Cubs?" The only thing I've heard is that they want to trade Wilson Contreras. Like, <laughs> like and earlier, way earlier, we heard Chris Bryant. Remember Chris that? Bryant. Um, so these two guys are 26 and 27, 25, 26, uh, both all-stars. Uh, one was MVP. They're, they're both great locker room guys. They get along with everybody. We have like two more years of, of control on them. And all I hear is that we want to trade them. Obviously, I don't think it's true. The Chris Bryant thing was Ken Rosenthal or was a uh, buster only, uh, taking Theo's words completely out of context and putting them on paper. So that was what was the so, Chris Bryant. The Chris Bryant thing was Buster only talking to Theo, and 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 uh, Buster only said, "Are there any untouchables?" And Theo said, "Obviously, there are no untouchables in the game of baseball. You give me a king's ransom, I'll give you anybody." He never said the words Chris Bryant. Oh, okay. So and that's then, and then and then Buster only put his headliner as Cubs want to trade Chris Bryant. <laughs> um. So I don't know if any of this happens, I'm gonna be super pissed. Cubs are apparently interested in. JT Real Muto. I mean, that's he's he's apparently he's asking for the Marlins want a king's ransom for him. They're saying like they're naming a, like a Cunha from the Braves, like right now superstars. Like they're not. I don't know if they're going to move him. Maybe the price comes way down 
after like winter meetings. But uh, right now, I don't think the Cubs can even afford them because they don't unless they give up. They'd have to give up Schwarber and uh, like Addison Russell and Hap. You know, at it's, least it's not giving up Addison Russell; it's dumping Addison Russell. No, yeah, they probably wouldn't want Addison Russell. I was surprised they actually tendered him. That was surprising. The White Sox did not tender Avi Garcia or Matt Davidson, by the way, which was very surprising. Avi hit three thirty two years ago, and uh, now is a free agent, just a non-restricted free agent. Anyone can sign him. Yep, he's it seems awesome. like it seems like um, they're keeping their money. Very clear. And their corner outfield position, very clear. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This this is the first offseason in a while. I'm sad. It's like, this stinks. <laughs> like, it's no, not fun at all. I'm not yeah, having any fun. Because the Cubs don't have very much money, and they didn't make the playoffs last year. So that's just like a double combo. Ugh. You know? I'm just I gonna, think it'll be act like we're going to make a big move. They will. I'm just going to pretend. Like us getting a healthy Chris Bryant and a healthy Yu Darvish are making moves. Oh, I mean, I guarantee Cubs fans will be talking themselves into Yu Darvish being an ace, like next year, no doubt. If he, he is a an three, ace. man, I'll be pumped. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is all we have for the State of the Union. Um, do you have Do you have anything else, Jake? Nope, that's uh, all I got. Um, yeah, we talked about Bears play the Rams and Packers play. The Falcons, but who really cares? I'm just happy to see I'm maybe happy a, football's happening. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll keep watching the Packers. I'm very happy McCarthy's gone, and maybe Rodgers will have more fun. Fun, fun, fun. All right, well, we can go to uh, listener questions. This first listener question is from our co-host, at Samuel Connis. Hey, guys, sorry I'm faking sick. Really love the show. You guys are the, are the best part. I suck at everything on the show. Quick question. <laughs> will Fred Hoiberg well, ever get a job in the NBA again? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> good, uh, good question, uh, listener. Uh, I, I don't know either. I think he's going to definitely get a pretty decent job in college. You know? If oh, he, yeah. If, a, I mean, he'll get like a like a Washington job, Washington-type job, where he's like tucked out in the uh, West Coast, but it's like a pretty good program out there. And then all of a sudden, uh, in they, March, it's they, like, oh, look, Washington's like a three seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And – he kind of got screwed. I, th- I don't think he ever played or ever got a minute of court time with Lowry, Dunn, and Levine at the same time. So, like, that's not fair to him. They were saying it was it was more of the locker room. Like, nobody respected him. He was he's, – he's, yeah. he's a college guy. It seems like it. Yeah, I mean, you've been hearing that. But when I was hearing that he lost the locker room, that's when they had Dwayne Wade, Rajon Rondo, Jimmy Butler in the same locker room. Which just sounds like a nightmare. Oh yeah, that's a nightmare. But you're still a uh, NBA coach. You gotta, you gotta do something. Like, uh, yeah, I think a lot of guys would get walked over in that scenario. But so I thought when they brought in young guys that he could really take hold of it. But he did. If he didn't, then that's you just gotta move on. Um. All right. Next question is from uh, basketball lover forty seven thirty eight ninety two eleven sixty six. Big fan of the show, guys. Is <laughs> uh, is Markel Fultz's injury the craziest injury you've seen this year? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, did, did you see he has like nerve, like a nerve damage? Yeah. Apparently, it's like some Thoriatic sort of outlet syndrome. 
That oh, sounds yeah. awful. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely sounds real shitty. Uh, I thought it I heard it's what the nerves between the neck and shoulder, resulting in abnormal functional movement and range of motion, thus severely limiting Markel's ability to shoot a basketball. I just I, I just came up with that because I, yeah. I I I just know what that is. I thought I heard that was the same thing that happened to Matt Harvey, the pitcher for the Mets, who became oh, a now on the Reds. So you know it can be fixed. Apparently through physical therapy, he may miss another year. Who knows? This is uh, not a good look for the Sixers either that they didn't catch it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's it's it like obviously injuries are what consists of like a bad pick, but he may go down as like one of the worst picks since like Anthony Bennett or like in the last like ten years. He's probably in the top ten. Yeah, I mean it's but it's so much weirder than Anthony Bennett. You know, Anthony Bennett just sucked at basketball. Anthony Bennett is, is so bad at basketball. I saw I saw he dropped like eight for nine from three in some, uh, I think, European league the other day. So Good for him. Come, cool. Come back. But yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> That's all we got on Markel. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We've been talking about this. He, he definitely garners a headline. <laughs> uh, next question is from football lover 61, 2, 3, 4, 5. Uh, is Kelvin Benjamin getting cut a surprise, or is he just too fat to play any sports anymore? <laughs> I mean, maybe turn him into a tight end, because he is definitely overweight. I saw some stat that he's uh, last in the league in yards after catch and yards of separation per route or whatever. So, like, he gets no separation. He's just a big body. Like, that's good for a tight end if he, if he could block, but I'm guessing he's probably... good for a tight end in, like, a D2 college. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I mean, tight ends are pretty slow. I mean, you know, like if you could if you can make big contested catches, you can be a you know a, a pretty solid tight end. But, but I can doubt he can do that. I don't know. I um, mean, he had some catch. I don't know. He's got a great quarterback out there in Buffalo. Josh Allen, superstar, by the way. I I think I'm wrong about him. He was he was the highest pro football focused quarterback last week. Yeah, and he also ran for like 130 yards. Yeah, he was. He has the most like. Rushing yards from a, from a quarterback in a two week span, I think ever. Because, <laughs> yeah, because he had like ninety, and then he had like one hundred and twenty. That's insane. Um, I mean, he he's fast. He's he's big too. He's tall. He makes he makes fast guys look not fast. All right, next question is from at John Kime, ESPN staff writer. <laughs> <laughs> um, should Jay Gruden have said anything about Colin Kaepernick being considered? Thoughts. Um, for the I mean, I don't, I don't think he's being considered. I don't think it's going to ever happen, but no, well, I absolutely think he should. Well, Jay Gruden said they were talking about it, but they, they decided to go in other directions because they because they don't think they can get Colin Kaepernick up to speed fast enough. That's not the right answer, Jay. Like, yeah. you, you, have, you have the Sanchez going, and he only knew, like, 20 plays last week. True. Yeah, I mean, ah. Like, I'm glad that he said they were at least thinking about it. I mean, if he would have said, no, we're not thinking about it, then it's like, eh. I think you should just say you're, you're like not even thinking about it because your excuse was, oh, well, we, like we don't want him coming in um, and, and like not knowing anything. Unless you have somebody that you know. <laughs> yeah, like, who are you going to sign? Yeah, like, like everybody that you sign is not going to know anything. So just I didn't think that was a good thing to say. I agree. That, that's a good point. You swayed me. Thanks, man. Consider uh, me swing. 
Next question is from at the Ohio State University 42. Um, do you think Urban Meyer will ever coach again? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hope, hope to God it's not the Packers. Please, God, don't let it be the Packers. No, I don't but, think he'll coach next year. I don't think so either, but I think the year after, you know, USC. Um, USC, if, if Notre Dame has a bad year, Notre Dame's going to get rid of Brian Kelly. Yeah, remember all the Brian Kelly hate last year? I haven't heard as much this year. I mean, honestly, if if they lose in the first round this year and then have like three losses next year, they might fire him. That's yeah. Um, yeah. So just look out for our programs like that. He'll be, he's he's coming back. Whatever. He's fifty four. I think it is. That's not very old. So we'll see. I don't know. Maybe his health stuff is serious, but I can just see him coaching again. Next question from at love baseball lover one 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 um was this one of the bigger big free bigger surprise big free agent signings in a while with patrick corbin going to the nationals i wouldn't say it was that big of a surprise i think how much money he got was somewhat surprising it was like 23 and a half million six years 140 that's that's a lot of money, you know. I mean, he's had one really good year. I, I wanted the White Sox to go after him, but I'm assuming they saw his price just jump that high, and they're like, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather have Nathan Yavaldi for half the price. He's, yeah. They're both 29, you know. Like, either one, I could see either one of them having a better year next year. So Here's a, here's a stat for you. The Nationals now have $525 million invested in Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, and Patrick Corbin. Five hundred and twenty-five million dollars in three. They better people. be good. That's they so be much good. money. I like the Nationals. They're one of my favorite teams besides the White Sox. I just, you know, ever since they were created, I thought it was. I was like a good age for a team to be created. Same. You know, I think it was like two thousand seven because I remember on MLB 06, the show or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I was so hyped about the show. I was yeah. like, oh my god, there's a new team in it next year. Holy shit! <laughs> that honestly. Got me so jazzed up. That was yeah, the first like, thing oh, I thought about. Stadium, there's new jerseys. I'm gonna be hyped, dude. I'm, I'm totally gonna take them in franchise mode and simulate so many games. And in like three years, I might be, I might be like in contention. Like who knows, man? This is gonna be awesome, dude. Uh, yeah, and then I'm gonna edit all the players into my little league baseball team, and we can put <laughs> make it to the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, Austin, guess what? You're betting sixth on my MLB The Show team because I changed, like, all the players into our names. Richie, you too, man. Adam, what's good? <laughs> Guys, we're so good on the Nationals. Dude, dude Brock, you hit 40 dingers this year. <laughs> I actually recently did that, but, but, but with Backyard Baseball. <laughs> it was so much fun. And then cool. I dominated, so I went to, like, the hardest difficulty. And then I only did creative players, but the creative players were like uh, Anne Frank, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jesus Christ batted third. Uh, in new games, you can download draft classes and you can get the most like fucked up draft class. Like there's like I- I've seen ones that are like uh, celebrities, you know, so you can just draft like Tom Cruise at five, five and like, you know, Terry Cruz. Have Tom Cruise and Terry Cruise in the backfield. Just, you can't think of any other celebrities except the Cruise bros. <laughs> I don't know why only Cruise came to mind, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, to answer your question, um, yeah, I guess it was a surprise, Patrick Corbin. 
<laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Good question. I, re I really don't think Patrick Corbin's that good. He's good, but he's not that good. I don't know. I mean, he had a, he had a that good year last year. I just don't know if it, he might be a one-year wonder, you know? Yeah, he was always the guy that was like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to be good. And then, oh, he's solid. Oh, now, like, look, he had a really good year. And now he's getting paid fucking out the ass. He, he had 230 strikeouts last year. So on, on your on your uh, contract year, that'll get you paid. That gets you some freaking dough, yo. All right, next question comes from at Darren Ravel. <laughs> hey, guys. Love the podcast. Uh, what do you think is going to be the Seattle NHL's team name? Great, great question, Darren. Ooh. Um, Here are, do you I want... Their choices. Yeah, I have... I, <laughs> oh, I, have, I was going to guess. <laughs> well, I have the Vegas odds. But, oh, okay. But <laughs> I do also want to hear your guess. So, okay, uh, I was going to go with Seattle Supersonics, okay. one. That's, that's not on this list. Okay, good. And then the, uh, I was just going to name an S word that came to mind. Seattle uh, Silence... Silent sneakers, the Seattle Silent sneakers, the hockey team. Yeah, or the yeah, the Seattle sneakers, just the the shoe. Even though they don't wear shoes, it's the only sport that doesn't wear a shoe. <laughs> um, um, all right, well, uh, the odds-on favorite minus one hundred five is the Totems. What do you think about that? Uh, kind of like a Totems, like a totem pole. I guess that's kind. Of, I think you could have some cool jerseys from that. Seattle Emeralds, Seattle Rainers, Seattle Sockeyes, the Fish, Seattle Kraken, Seattle Renegades, Sea Lions, Seals, Evergreens, Whales, Cougars, Eagles, Firebirds. I like the Crackeyes or whatever that was. Kraken? Oh, the Kraken? The Sockeyes? Sockeyes. And then the Sockeyes. Sockeyes or Kraken. Those were the two that stood out to me. Those first two you named the Emeralds. Yeah. That sounds awful. That's a bad name. The Seattle Totems and the Seattle Emeralds are the two favorites, and those are booty. Those are some booty Yeah, I don't names. like Totem, but I think you could have some cool like designs and stuff with Totems. But if, if the NHL gets two teams and they name them the Golden Knights and the Totems, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want the Kraken. Yeah, Kraken is cool. Sockeyes is cool. And in my NHL 18 game, I had an expansion team, and I made the Seattle Sea Lions. Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, and we and we won the, we won it all. Not a big deal. Not a big, no biggie. Um, and then I even I started a, a second expansion team in Alaska, the Anchorage Grizzly Bears, and we won it all. No big deal. Oh. -ho -ho. All right. Well, that I I think they're starting in twenty yeah twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two season. Interesting. Interesting. Thank you. Thank you. All right, next question. What? Hockey, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Next question. Um, you know what? I'm just, I'm just going to start leaving off who, who sends it to us. I don't care. <laughs> you, you can do that whenever you feel like it. Yeah. Next question. Um, has, has there been a funnier stat than Adrian Peterson not getting 100 yards on Monday night after having a very early 90-yard touchdown? <laughs> I thought I heard the only other player to ever do that was uh, was it Emmett Smith. I, I was it was one one of the great running backs of all time, and he only had three carries that game though. But that is pretty funny. That's classic Adrian Peterson, where he 
it pretty much sucks for three quarters and then breaks a 70-yard touchdown. Everyone's like, oh, look, he was 25 for 120. Yeah. But he's 24 for 80, you know, and then. Yeah. Um, no, I he was on my fantasy team, and I, I thought that was – I thought that was really funny because I, I didn't really watch the game, and I just saw he had an early big score, and I was like, oh, hell yeah. And then I saw after the game, and I was like, this has to be a typo, right? No, he, he had like 98 yards. <laughs> he had one carry for 90 and then like 11 carries for 98. Dude, get 10 freaking yards, man. Yeah, you suck. And then our, our last question, a little bit of a yikes. Former NFL cornerback uh, uh, Brandon Browner. Gets eight years in prison for attempted murder. Thoughts? <laughs> How long ago was he in the league? It feels pretty recent. It was like he was on those back-to-back. Uh, he's Seattle. He's played in like four Super Bowls, I think. Yeah, he wasn't he on, and then he was on the Patriots, right? He was, yeah, he was in the Legion of Boom. Um, this is, this is really good stuff. Yeah, here I got it. In two, he, in, yeah, he's in 2015. It was his last year. He played for the Saints. He played all 16 games, so he's been out of the league for three years. But, yeah, he was three years in Seattle, one in New England, one in New Orleans, retired. Somehow he didn't make it to the NFL until he was 27. I don't know how that happened. He was in the CFL. Interesting. What a badass. Oh, I guess. Wait, no, bad guy. He's a bad guy. Yeah, what a, yeah. He's, He's bad and he's an ass. Boom. Yeah, what a bad ass, dude. Like, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> hey, you're you're an ass. Yeah, but what kind? One of the bad, bad ones. <laughs> That's what you are, Brandon Browner. Get out of here. Hey. And badass. <laughs> hey, Brandon Browner. You're a bad ass, you piece of shit. Wow, okay, we're going to we're going to keep beating this into the ground. <laughs> it's funny. It's that funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all the listener questions, all the super real Woo. ones. Hell yeah! Woo. All right. Um, well, we can move on to another MySpace top eight. Everyone's Sam been is, waiting for Sam it. Sam is yet again missing it, but we are going to go into one that Jake came up with called the MySpace top eight of songs that we like, but we never learn the actual lyrics to. I'm sure that's pretty. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, uh, that's that's one of the longer titles. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So these songs are ones that we sing, but as we're listening to it, if we're like at a bar, we're like, "I love a song. I love a song," and then everybody stops. Like everybody's been there, where you, like everybody stops and like watches you and is like, "Yeah, yeah, Colton's definitely gonna sing this whole song." And then <laughs> I sing like the first four so- uh, like words. And I'm like, "Fuck, I don't know any of these words. <laughs> I just know how to hum it." So yeah. that that is all of these songs. So. Jake. Or you just know the uh, chorus. I can start it off. The first one I thought of when I thought of this uh, game was Fall Out Boy, Sugar, We're Going Down Swinging. I mean, after oh, Sugar, We're Going, Sugar, We're Going Down Swinging. I'll be a number one with a bullet. Cocky and pull it. I think those are the words. I don't know. Yeah, I nailed that. I just You just mumble, and then you say cocky and pull it. Cocky and pull it. Yeah, that, I sang that really hard in the in seventh grade. So uh, that's our number one, MySpace Top 8. Good, good. My my number one is uh, One Week from Bare Naked Ladies. Classic. Yeah, so um, everybody uh, that I hang out with at least likes that song. And once it gets to the, like, like towards the end, it's like, a chickadee china, the Chinese chicken. 
You got a drumstick and your brain stops sticking. Nobody knows the words after that. It's the finest of the flavors. Yeah, you can just you chime in every like every few lines you with a with one word. Exactly, that's the best feeling. Everyone loves when you sing a song like that too. <laughs> People, really, yeah, it's a real crowd pleaser. All right, you all right, uh, you are next. All right, um, this one maybe I thought of it because of that Family Guy where Peter is singing in his car. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And then it it just gets into <laughs> exactly like I that is a great feeling just singing nonsense words and it fitting to the song so that fits perfectly in at number three. All right, um, my next one is going to be uh, "Lollipop" by Lil Wayne. <laughs> I don't know these words. <laughs> I was going through my phone, just playing songs. And that and that came on, and I was like, I do like the song, but I just never learned the word. I think I've heard that song over a hundred times, and I couldn't <laughs> tell you any more songs other than "Lick the Lollipop." <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fair. I can't even think of the melody right now, though. Johnny, wanna... uh, no, 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 no. yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> this is what people came to hear. Was <laughs> in the club. Ba, 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 ba. That just reminds me of awkward, bull cut, sweaty Colton, and uh, <laughs> like being at like a weird party in like eighth grade, and, and like not knowing what to do with his body. Yeah, no, that that's a great picture you just painted. Thanks, everyone. Everyone loves that. Um, for my next one, it's kind of a wide sweeping choice. I'm gonna go with pretty much any Maroon Five song. Any Maroon you know, Five song, I love Maroon I, Five. I know when all the words to all every Maroon Five song. Yes. I don't know. I think every single one of those songs, at some point, you just start mumbling. Absolutely harder to breathe. Makes me wonder. Um, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like you know exactly how the song goes. You just don't know the words because Adam Levine's voice is strange. I love him. I love him so much. Moon Five rocks. Rocks. Yeah, that song. That song rocks my socks off. <laughs> Connor rocks. All right, Colton, you're up. My next one is Hook by Blues Traveler. You know that song? I don't think so. Are you going to play it? <laughs> oh, I'm going to play it right now. Oh, wait, hang on. I'm just, let, me, let me get to the chorus. <laughs> All right, you guys wait. It's a lot of a lot of harmonica from the Blues Traveler. Oh, this is a good one. Jake, you can talk while I'm doing this. <laughs> I mean, I, I was preparing my next one, but I thought uh, thought this would be pretty Hang quick. On. It's coming, it's coming. Oh no, it's <laughs> I was very unprepared. <laughs> so uh, how's life, man? <laughs> this is a good time to talk about it. <laughs> What's your biggest fear in life? <laughs> I'm probably dying. Oh, I have it ready. <laughs> Do you know this song? Yeah, I definitely know this song. I don't know. 
many of the words at all. I would definitely sing like three of them. Yeah, there's there's a point. I think it's right here. Everyone, everyone relax, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We're spending so much time on Hook by Blues Traveler. <laughs> this, is a, this is a big one. This part. So many words. Oh, yeah. So many words. No. Yeah, no, I, that's a great one. Thank you. Yeah, great. <laughs> uh, great is, the, is, is but, the exact word that I would use. Yeah, I have no idea what number we're on because we're terrible at running this. I think I think it's your fourth one, right? I, I, yeah, that makes sense because I have an, an extra one. So I'm going pick. with uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Fuck. That was it's probably aren't the right words, so yeah. <laughs> yeah hey. One of the, my favorite songs of all time. I and I know less than half the lyrics, so it fits perfectly. That song makes my nipple my nipple start every time I hear it. <laughs> fun, dude. So fun. That's a really Good fun song. thing to say. <laughs> God damn it! All right. Um, let's see. My last one is going to be "Come and Get Your Love" by Redbone. Which surprised me when I thought of it, because I was like, everybody knows the A. Like, but after that, I don't know any of the words. <laughs> What's the matter with Yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, everybody knows it, but nobody knows the rhythm or, like, the words. It's always like a, you're like, uh, ah, uh, and you're always, like a, like, a half second behind every time. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention, I just thought of Phil Collins in the air tonight. We don't even know any of the words. All I know is the drum line, you know? <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Basically, all I know in that song is, some strangers to you and me. And then I'm like, I know that. That's my time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Dude. My uh, eyes start glowing. Another honorable mention I had lined up, Circle of Life. There's a lot of words, nope, no. <laughs> you know, it seems like a cop out, but oh, that would have been a really good one. You blew it hey, there. Hey, hey, you know, like you don't know what you're saying. I I thought of right now, na 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 by Akon. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> and then and then my other one was Africa by Toto. But, Totem uh, Seattle hockey team. Yeah, yes, the Seattle Toto. Mm. <laughs> that would be a way better name than Totem or Emerald. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeepers creepers. Where'd you get those peepers? All right. Um, We can can move on to one little uh, hypothetical that I have. I mean, it's more of just like if you're super stoned and and somebody asks you this, you're you're just like, whoa, that was was nuts, man. You ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready, dude. (laughs) Hey, man. If the devil only punishes bad people... Is the devil a good guy? Oh, dude. That's a good one. I know. We should do this segment every week and call it the stoner like The thought. stoner circle with Coleman and Jake. <laughs> dude, I mean, I, I can't be mad at the devil if it's bad people. I mean, who's judging? But I think that's an excellent point. Yeah. Like, he's only, he's only letting in. Like, hell is the worst place ever. And he's and only people that get in there that he punishes are bad people. Yeah. So I mean, if he's ju- if he's a good judge, then hell yeah, I'm all about the devil. Good guy. <laughs> Who thumbs up with the devil? I'm not gonna say any of that. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But yeah, all right, that's that's our uh, whoa um, stoner circle of the week. How's that? I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to move on to our parlay, our world famous parlay? Yeah. Well, yeah. Sam didn't respond, so he's. You know what? Let's just do another two game parlay here. Sam's a big turd. He's he's not allowed to be in on our riches. He's not allowed to make, you know, even though I'm not in last anymore or have the most losses, I took the most shit. So <laughs> I just want Sam to know, fuck you, Sam. Yeah, 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 Sam, yeah. Yeah, yeah, take that. All right, um, NFL parlay. Whew, not good. This is not good. We should really look yeah. at these more. I know. I mean, like, we just look at them right before we have to pick them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What are we going to do? Hmm. Ooh, the Packers are six-point favorites. Are they really? That's more than That's I thought. surprising, but I'm not betting against the Packers this week. Last week, I was all about, like, I was like, 14? We're 4-7-1. Four, what the? I was like, I'm not betting against the Packers, but I am never taking that bet in a million years. Jake, if you think the Bears are going to lose by three, they are plus three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Sure, sure doesn't sound confident to me. That, I mean, that's really close, you know, three and a half. They, they nailed me right there. <laughs> hmm. You know what I'm going to take? The Browns hmm. plus one and a half. I was home, just looking at that game. At home against the Panthers. You know what I'm going to take? The over, 47 on that game. We are going purely one game, $20, <laughs> and me and Jake are going to walk out with a cool $54.55. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot less fun without the extra ten dollars and the extra yeah. games. Yeah, but uh, I like that it's all in one game because I mean that over under is juicy to me. That is juicy. Browns put up points and they give up points. Panthers have been so bad lately, so I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they are garbageio. Well, they that lost is it. Four in a row, by what? the way. What's up? They've lost four in a row. The Panthers have. No, like right as I as I started publicly endorsing them. <laughs> yeah, everyone was like, all right, so the Panthers are really good this year. And then boom, 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 boom. Four in a row. Uh, well, what have you been watching? What have I been watching? Uh, well, it is beginning to be the Christmas season. I'm sure we'll have some Christmas-themed have MySpace. You, have you been watching to... Christmas movies on Netflix? Because I have. Absolutely, dude. What, okay. Have you watched the was it the Princess Switch or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> no, With, I don't think so. You haven't so. seen the Vanessa Hudgens Princess Switch? Oh, no, I haven't watched that yet. Oh, I watched like five minutes. It's so bad. It's... Yeah, all Christmas movies with, like, real people, garbage, dude. They're uh, all bad. So, yeah, it's... it's uh Vanessa... the same plot. You don't even have to explain the plot. It's a Christmas movie with Vanessa Hudgens. No. It probably falls in love. The plot uh, is... The, lover. the plot is if you take a Christmas movie and then make it... um parent trap <laughs> so it's uh uh vanessa hudgens is a baker from chicago and and you will know she's from chicago because she wears the same chicago hat that looks like they bought it at a gas station on, on the way to filming it just says chicago it's not like a cubs hat no, it says chicago that's so stupid and and she's a baker and her um her sous chef in in her in her bakery submits her uh her cake to this like made up country call and um she gets entered in this like royal baking contest like the world baking championships yes and she goes and the princess of this country 
looks identical to her. So obviously they switch places for two days, and let me tell you, there are sparks everywhere. Is it also played by Vanessa Hudgens? Yes. Oh, of course it is. And her her British accent is so bad. It is laugh out loud. I I couldn't stop laughing out loud because she would talk in an accent, but like only half of the words were like were like in in an accent. It was like, "Hello, you look a lot like me." You see what I mean? (laughs) You look a lot like me. Aren't you the baker from Chicago? (laughs) It's like Vanessa, you aren't saying all the words in an accent. You got to work on that. You know, but it's a Christmas movie, so we're going to let it slide. Yeah, Christmas cheers in the air. Uh, what have you been watching? Uh, well, I've been watching some Christmas movies. I can't think of those new... It's like a newer animated Christmas movie. On Netflix? Oh, Arthur Christmas, I think it's called. Arthur the Aardvark? No, dude. It's like a... It's got 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I just watched Arthur Christmas. It's actually really... like It's a good... I wanted a new animated Christmas movie. I was like, why don't any of these exist? And I found this one, and it's actually really good. It's about uh, Santa and his sons and they, how he, he's not passing down the, the throne. Is that, is that and, Santa's dad? Well, I mean, yeah. Like, they, it, it goes down the line, you know? And then his son is, like, also kind of looks like him. And I think he's got, like, an illegitimate son. Movie who's includes like, Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Justin Bieber. I'm all in. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. It came out in 2011. James McAvoy plays Arthur. James McAvoy oh. from Split? That's yes. him, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. What a cast. Yes. This was before James McAvoy was uh, popular. That popular, at least. 2011. Yeah. Sarah Smith. So if I'm, I googled it, and it's got all the cast. And the, fr- the second person is James McAvoy. Yeah, the first one is Sarah Smith. Sarah Smith, elf number 14. <laughs> and she's only in Arthur Christmas and The Killing Field, which is a... She, she must be married to the director or something. Yeah, yeah, The, ki- the Killing Field. In, a, in the small town of Mingara, the teenage, go- teenage girl goes missing. Large-scale operation to find her. Case takes unexpected turn. Five dead bodies are also found in the field. Wow. Sarah yeah, Smith. You know yeah, that sounds... That sounds risque. You know what is bullshit, though? You can't find any of the old school Christmas movies for, like, free anywhere. Like, uh, you know what I mean? On, like, on, on, like, YouTube street. or anything? I feel like, I feel no, like... you can't really find it. Maybe you could if you work hard, but I'm talking, like, Hulu, Netflix, like, on my TV, TV or whatever I have, you know, I Comcast. Think... Huh. I, I, you, know, you can't watch any of the old classics, so I, that's why I was... Uh, because, like I said, Christmas movies with real people in them always suck. <laughs> I feel like, um, um, what was I, what was I saying? Oh, did you see that they think that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, is problematic now because it, like, promotes bullying? <laughs> yeah, I thought that my whole life, though. I always thought, like, oh, now that he can help Santa, you guys are going to hang out with him. Fuck you guys. I always thought that. But I don't think, I don't care. You know, I don't think kids shouldn't hear Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer because they're trying to protect them. Don't be a pussy. Like There is a super weird, I'm looking at it right now. That's good to teach. It teaches kids a lesson that kids will like you when you can help them. You know, that's a lesson. There is a super weird Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer uh, animated movie on YouTube. 
and yeah. it, it is the kind of animation that's like, uh, like uncomfortable. Remember, yeah, do you remember the the movie Hoodwinked? <laughs> yes, it looks a lot like that. <laughs> I loved Hoodwinked. I I rewatched that. I didn't know the animation was so bad. I think I think it's really bad on purpose. Yeah, I know, but like. When I was like, when I first watched that movie, I, I didn't really even notice. It's I was an so, idiot. It's so bad. <laughs> um, last Christmas movie is Christmas Chronicles. Have you seen that on on Netflix yet? With uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's. What would you give it from uh, one to ten? Uh, on a scale of two to eight, I'd probably give it a six. Fuck you, man. Uh, and Christmas movies, you know, it's a Christmas scale. Twenty to eighty. Well, twenty, yeah, the twenty eighty scale, you know. Like I would a base- give it like a forty four. <laughs> yeah, I know it's pretty bad. It's like, I mean for Christmas movies though, like I am, I'm always disappointed. Like it, I don't care who the actors are, it's always like, oh well, I wonder what's gonna happen now. <laughs> I I literally made fun of it the whole time, but I almost cried at the end. <laughs> when, nice when he when the when the boy got his present. Yeah, I almost well, cried Christmas at that. that. Yeah, and I was I'm like. Telling you, Animated Christmas movies are the way to go. Polar Express, all the Jack Frost, all the Rudolphs, uh, this new Arthur. It's always got to be animated to be a good Christmas movie, period. I'm sure we'll have a uh, top Oh, and it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life, you oldie. Dude, we wa- I watch it every year. It's a classic. I'm sure we'll have a, a MySpace Top 8 coming soon on Christmas stuff. If Sam... Yep, yep. I honestly think Sam's dead, so... Don't, he so might don't. be urban miring us, yeah, so... Yeah, don't, don't expect him to to come back to the show, because he will be dead. He'll probably join some other uh, podcast. Yeah, Joe one Rogan. Almost, one almost as elite as us, like Joe Rogan. Can you imagine if Sam fucking got on the Joe Rogan podcast? <laughs> Dude, I'd be like, what the fuck? You should shout out our podcast. I would like, be yeah. so mad. <laughs> oh, man. I am a person where if... If if I, like if I'm not being successful, and other yeah. people are, I'm mad. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, good for you. I really wish that was me. <laughs> That's a really at least you're open about it, you know. Yeah, uh, people typically aren't, and then people actually say like I'm kind of a bad person for it. But I am the most transparent on that topic. I get mad <laughs> if I'm not being successful, and, and like other people are. You know, even if you're a bad doing a bad person, you know, being a bad person, if you're upfront about it, you're not that bad of a person. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> All right. Unless it's really bad, you know. Like, like uh, Hitler, Brandon Browner. Or, or Brandon Browner. Hitler is pretty upfront about what he was doing. <laughs> Hitler Hitler was probably the most upfront any asshole's ever been, <laughs> but he's a bad ass. Dude, he is a bad <laughs> I don't even want to say. <laughs> <laughs> We are we are officially an anti-Hitler podcast. Yeah, everyone should know that anti-Hitler, hundred percent. Because he is a bad ass. <laughs> he was a bad ass. All right. Well, um, so that is episode sixty-nine from live from the A One Five podcast. Um, <laughs> I like to finish there, Colton. Calm down. What do you say? <laughs> That was such a good finish. Like, calm down a little bit. That, and I guess that's like episode sixty nine. I guess. <laughs> no, you want us? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm tired. I performed stand up comedy last night, and I was so happy and pumped that I did it for oh, the yeah. first time. I've wanted to do that for so long, and I was so pumped yeah. that I like went to bed and I was still really amped up. 
and did not go to bed until like seven <laughs> and got like, like an hour and a half of sleep. And then I accidentally fell asleep right before we recorded this. So sorry if my energy level's low. Um, get over it. All right. I mean, we're at the end of the podcast. They're, they're barely listening. They're Sam's dying out there and you guys are worried about me. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. On 12 on Sports Radio, Two Shots Podcast Network. You can find us on iTunes. Uh, you can find us on a bunch of stuff. I'm, I'm going to look it up right now as I'm talking. Pod but Bean. as po- Podbean. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we got Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Overcast, PocketCast, Podbean, Stitcher. But, but more importantly, Podbean. <laughs> most, most importantly, Podbean. All right. Um, that's it, right? Final that's thought, Jake. That's all I got. Final thought. Final thought. Um, I don't know. Do you want to hear the betting odds of the Packers coach really quickly? Of course. Actual Vegas betting odds. So you can make money off this. John Filippo, number one, plus 200. Adam Gase, plus 500, interestingly enough. Plus... Um, 10,000, uh, Brett Favre. So jump on that one. <laughs> that seems like the moneymaker. Brett Favre. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He's on the list. So, uh, it's funny. There you go. <laughs> That's really, imagine Brett Favre on the sideline. Did you see he got, he got tricked into a anti-Semitic video? Yeah, that's sad. He's old. He has CTE, people. Leave him alone. Oh, poor guy. All right. My final thought is fuck Brett Favre. Wow. That was really mean. Yeah, I'm mean. <laughs> I'm mean, okay? All right. Get over it. All right, I love you all. Love, peace.
Talking bullet, we're going.